Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Chattanooga softball made a splash a few weeks ago with the signing of two former local prep standouts. Brooke Parrott, who had been dominant in high school at Chattanooga Central and for the last two years at Chattanooga State, Parrott decided to head down Riverfront Parkway and become a Chattanooga Mock. Kaylee Phillips wrote the record book at Silverdale before earning all freshman honors at Tennessee this past season. Phillips decided she would come back home and play for the Mocs as well. We'll visit with both Brooke and Kaylee, and then later on we'll hear from Chattanooga head softball coach Frank Reed as well. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review Mocs on the Mic. It's available wherever you download your podcast from by subscribing you're able to get it downloaded to whatever the device is that you want to listen to it on, whether that is uh, uh, your phone, your smartphone, or your tablet, whatever. You can find it every week just by subscribing to Mox on the Mic. Also, we appreciate your five-star reviews, especially those of you on Apple Podcast. It helps us find more Mock fans, and it helps folks be able to, to find us as well. So here's our conversation with the two newest Chattanooga Mocs, Kaylee Phillips and Brooke Parrott. Uh, how well do you guys know each other? Pretty well. <laughs> We've <laughs> known each other since we were five. Yeah, we played ball together for a, for a long time. And on multiple occasions, we picked up on teams together to play ball. Yeah. So, Kaylee, you've caught Brooke before then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> that's whenever I started catching was with her and – it just kind of grew from there on out. And it's great to be back, to come back and catch her, because I know her better than I think a lot of people do. Yeah, for sure. Kayla, you had some success in the SEC. Why come back home? You know, it's the atmosphere, I think, is, is better. Um, and just having that friendship, having somebody there that – wants you to be there the coaches are friendly and I just I can't wait to be able to meet the rest of the team this year it's been hard on me with everything going on not being able to you know go out and see them and hang out with them and get to eat and really touch base with everybody but I just yeah. I think it's a great opportunity to come back and play for my hometown where I'm from so and be with my family the way that I need to be. You know, I don't know that I can remember, at least certainly not in recent years, when we've had uh, a couple of signees that have got not just the softball community or the UTC community, uh, but just people in general buzzing about the idea of you guys both being mocks. And I think that's uh, I think that's awesome. I mean, I think we're all excited to uh, to see you guys get on the field. Um, Brooke, you uh, had a capped off a nice career at uh, at Chattanooga State. Who else did you consider before settling on UTC? Honestly, I did not consider anybody else because <laughs> I have moved away before to play at Tennessee Tech, and I already know that I want to be at home. So that was pretty much my only option. Both of you guys step into positions that are really immediate needs uh, for this team. Uh, so for both of you, what do you feel like you bring? Kaylee, we'll start with you. What do you feel like you bring to this Chattanooga team? I feel like I could bring some leadership, a leadership role as a catcher. Um, I know I've talked to 
Coach Reed a little bit about my role if if I was to step into that position. Uh, and I think I could bring a little bit more of the fun and playfulness that needs to come back to the field. Uh, I truly and honestly miss that fun time with the girls and the bonding. So I think that we could do that together because we're so close. So we could bring that to the team as well. Brooke, what about you? What do you feel like you bring? Um, I feel like I would also bring a little leadership just because like I've had a lot of experience in college um, and I'm also going to be a junior. So I feel like I could also, not only would I be one of the older girls, but I feel like I could help the other pitchers as well. What have you guys been doing during this weird pandemic time that we've all been trapped in? What have you guys been doing to stay, uh, to stay in softball shape? <laughs> we've been working out and we've been running. She comes over and pitches a little bit. Uh, I've got a, a batting cage I asked for, for my birthday. So she comes and pitches. I'll catch her. We'll work on a few things and then we'll go and do a workout and then we'll hang out by the pool to like cool off. <laughs> yep. Brooke, how much were you guys able to play at Chattanooga State this year? Uh, not very much. We um, Obviously, we had the fall season, but when spring started, I think we only had two weekends of playing. And I know, Kaylee, your season uh, playing at Tennessee was, was cut short as well because of this. Does that make you a little more anxious to want to get on the field again and, and get 2021 started? Oh, definitely. I would say – I, if we were ready to, for, for season to start right now, I think we would both be itching to get back on the field to play with everybody. You guys have both said that you've missed not being able to have that time to, to be around your teammates and, and to kind of get to know them a little more. How many girls on this team do you, do you know already? Uh, I know of one, the Cameron Swafford. I used to play ball with her growing up as a kid, but – I don't really think – well, we also – we faced against one of the pitchers there as well. She played for Ringgold, I think it was, or something. And we, we played against her multiple times in high school. But, yeah, Kaylee's pretty much the only one I know really well. There's a, a few girls that we know of, but not, like, personally, just people we've played against before in the past. So, But they all seem really great. They've – open us they've they've opened i mean they've texted us multiple times to see mm -hmm. and ask us if we were okay and how we were doing it and i mean just that welcoming attitude is just great from them yeah, we love very that. welcoming kaylee you uh you've been described to me as being a defensive first catcher is is that accurate i would say i would say it probably is i'm not for sure because i mean I am new. I'm going to have to make, make, you know, time to be able to be with the girls a little bit more and to make sure that, you know, as a leader, I can fit in that role correctly for them and for the team. Whatever's best for the team is what I think Coach Reed is going to do. So it's up to him whether or not he wants me in that role or not. You guys both had pretty successful uh, high school careers and, and Kaylee in particular, you were uh, you were pretty do uh, pretty dominant in in high school at at Silverdale. 
where do you feel like you made the biggest strides in your game uh, while you were away from home? You mean at UT? Yeah. Mm. Being able to be on my own has really given me that uh, independence that I needed uh, as a as an athlete to figure out where I need to really focus on my game mentally and physically, what I needed to do, like working out, coming in and hitting as many times a day that I needed to, and to put forth what's more important than, you know, going out and I guess hanging out with people, socializing more than the most the regular person does. So I think prioritizing my time is what I've become better at. What are you going to major in? Um, right now, the goal is to get a BS in biology and then go into the Masters of Business there at UTC. What do you ultimately want to do? I want to become a veterinarian, ultimately. So I've got a few more years of school left after I'm done. Brooke, what about you? What's your major going to be? Um, I plan on getting my Masters in Exercise Science, and I want to be a, a dietitian. Are you ready to come in and be that number one pitcher? Because it sounds like that is, uh, that's going to be the plan for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm ready. <laughs> 19 no-hitters in high school. You had two perfect games. Was there, is there one of those games for you and looking back now that stands out the most in your mind? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I think the one that would probably stand out the most to me would be, I can't remember who we were playing though. It was sectionals. Um, I think it was Polk or Sequatchie. Actually, I don't even know who it was, but I do remember the game. That's the one that I think of. Uh, Cause I think I had about 20, 20 strikeouts that game. So, and it was an important game, so that's the one that stands out the most to me. I don't remember who it is, though, or who it was. <laughs> Kaylee, welcome home. Brooke, we're glad you decided to stay at home and uh, looking forward to seeing you both on the field uh, come February. Yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you there, too. <laughs> Be sure to get your pen and paper ready because we're going to make some strides this year. Head coach Frank Reed is ready to welcome those two young ladies to what is already a strong returning nucleus for his 2021 class. And we were able to catch up with the Chattanooga skipper to talk about mock softball. Coach, if you can, a, a little bit about how you've been spending time since, uh, since the season ended. Well, if you know me, you know I'm not one to sit around. So I had to have a plan. So at first, you know, I was thinking about all the things I could do at home and then a lot of those things I couldn't do because of, you know, being, you know, stuck in the house. But, you know, I've planned a lot of things. We've uh, I've worked in my garage. My cars look great. Uh, my grass looks like the best in the neighborhood. So doing a lot of things. I even, I even cleaned out the dryer vent. Who does that, you know? So uh, I got that done. And uh, so trying to stay busy, it's sort of tapered off a little bit because I've got a lot of lists, things off my list. But uh you know, we've done some recruiting. I work every day from home, you know, looking at emails and 
talking to players and talking to people around the country, trying to make sure that, you know, we're uh, doing our right thing on our end. But some of the things we can't plan too far out because we really don't know what to plan for. But, uh, yeah, we've been staying busy. Uh, uh, so that's a good thing. Where were you guys when you found out the season was over? We were in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, we had just had one of the, probably one of the best practices that we've had uh, had the entire year getting, going into the season. And we were playing Penn State the next day. That was on a, uh, on a Thursday. And uh, Penn State was scheduled to play the next morning. And all the news came down. Uh, I got a call from the athletics department and um, Mark and Laura uh, there. And they told me to come home in the morning. I said, well, we're playing Penn State tomorrow. Nope, you're coming home. So uh, as, as we found that out, we, several teams were starting to drop. You know, we saw that other teams in the tournament were dropping and they were ordered to come home as well. So there was nobody left to stay and play, basically. And then, of course, uh, you know, we needed to get home as well. So, you know, all kinds of things were going through our mind on our trip home. We had, a, you know, an eight- or nine-hour bus ride. And, uh, you know, we're thinking two weeks, you know, we're going to get back out on the field. What are we going to do for the next two weeks? How's everything going to play out? Uh, you know, only to find out that uh, – you know, two weeks has been extended into months. So uh, we threw everything in the locker room. I mean, it was just like, get in, get out. Let's get these people, let's get these kids safe. Uh, after day one, I looked, but I thought that something more was going to be more serious. And so I, I told the kids, I think they ought to go home because had they had contacted any issue, had any issues with the, the virus, then um, they were going to be locked down on campus. And I, I know at 14 days on campus in a dorm room somewhere is not a good thing. So everybody took off home, uh, threw things in the locker room. So, uh, you know, now as things started lighting up a little bit, we're trying to figure out where everything is and, you know, just going through our locker room. We've worked really hard, Coach Kilgore has, to try to clean that and make sure everything's good when, uh, you know, when our kids get back. We're still getting pieces of uniforms and equipment back as we speak. How much or how often, I guess, have you been able to stay in contact with uh, with your team during this? Well, we've we, – you know, we've uh, – we did a Zoom call. We waited to let everything sort of settle in. Uh, we've contacted them uh, a few times, you know, via uh, uh, out via Skype, and uh, uh, then we did a uh, we did a Zoom call for every athlete because we did a checkout time. And so, uh, you know, it hasn't been a lot. You know, we sort of let one of them to have time with their family and not burden them with a lot of hey, this or that or whatever. You know, we kept them updated as uh, as things progressed here, you know, letting them know that, hey, you know, season's not going to happen, this is not going to happen, or whatever, and and sort of let them try to spend time with their family and just reflect on that time. Well, you had a group of seniors you said goodbye to this year that I hated it. I hated the way the season ended for all of our athletes, but, boy, those those senior softball players you had, that was a, uh, that was a group that was uh, – coming back after uh, winning a conference championship last year with the ideas of a, of a repeat. I hate that didn't get to happen for those girls, but, but a little bit about that class that you're now saying goodbye to. Yeah. You know, we, you know, got the news that obviously they were going to get another year. And so we talked about that, but you know, so many of those, so many of those players have plans. You know, we had three fifth years that would be going into a sixth year and, you know, all three of those girls had jobs, and, uh, you know, uh, I think Allie Walker had a, had a coaching uh, job with a graduate assistant position at UT Martin. And uh, uh, Morgan Casaroni had an accounting job in Atlanta. And I think Seeley was going on to uh, – she'd been applying for medical school and doing some things with that field. So, uh, 
they all three were doing doing their thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, you know, uh, the rest of them. I think the only one that's really coming back, or is you know, is going to be back on campus, would be Haley Wassenbach. And uh, she's going to work. She's getting into her master's program there, so she's still undecided about you know whether she'll be on the field or not. But uh, she'll definitely be back at school. I guess maybe the one of the I'm going to call it the jewel, if you will, of your schedule this year was an exhibition game against Team USA. Obviously, that happens, and this uh, that had to be canceled because of the pandemic. Is there a chance that we may see Team USA? back at Frost Stadium again sometime in the near future? Well, you know, they delayed everything. They canceled the 2020 Olympics in, in Japan as well. And so they pushed everything back a year. So uh, I'm sure they're going to be looking for games, and uh, they may go back and look. I know uh, they were excited about coming to Chattanooga and getting a chance to play here in our stadium and, and reaching out to the people in our area. So I think there's a good shot at that. You know, I don't know any details. Uh, you know, right now, but I think there's a chance that that might happen because they're definitely going to be looking for opportunities and a place to play. I want to talk to you about uh, a couple of transfers that uh, that you've got. We we talked earlier with uh, with Brooke and, and Kaylee. Before we get to them specifically, tell me what it's been like to recruit during a pandemic. What What's it been like to try to talk to players right now? Well, you know, you can't you can't say a lot. You know, you. You don't know what to say. You know, I'm all about, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this and this and that. And you know, you're not really sure how that's going to work. But uh, with our two that we just, just got signed with uh, with Brooke, you know, we, we wanted Brooke to come in last uh, semester. So we wanted her here at the break. Uh, she wanted to stay at Chat State till, uh, till the end of her career there. And so uh, we understood and we knew that we were going to reach out and try to do something with her after her season was over. So as soon as that happened and we knew we weren't returning, we reached out and you know, confirmed that she would be interested in transfer, and she did, said she was. And so, um, well, you know, we sort of – we had a lot of things, hoops we had to jump through, but we got all that worked out. And so, you know, we got her here. And then with Haley uh, – I mean, Kaylee. Kaylee uh, is one that we recruited as a freshman. Uh, she's a great young player. You know, I know her, I've known her family, her parents, her dad went to school with my uh, daughters. And so we've known them and uh, I think the world of that family. And, uh, in, you know, we really wanted her to come to UTC back in the time. You know, she chose to you know, go to the SEC and play there at Tennessee. Uh, but, you know, sometimes things happen and people change their mind about things. And, uh, you know, I was actually riding, a, I bought a bicycle <laughs> to get some exercise. And so, uh, I was out in Veterans Park there in uh, in Collegedale riding my bike, and uh, somebody got got a phone call saying that uh, uh, Kaylee was uh, on the portal. And so, uh, you know, I, I didn't know. I wanted to go somewhere and made a phone call right then. And so I drove over to uh, – I rode over, I guess, drove, rode over to the uh, ball fields that were all shut down on my bicycle and found a place in a dugout. That's fittingly so. And I gave her a call, and I said, listen, you know, we wanted you from the beginning. I'm not going to, you know – you know, play around, you know, we, we would really love for you to be here. And we spent probably, we talked two or three times for the next week or so and uh, got things worked out and uh, got an amazing young lady, an amazing ball player. Uh, it fits a need that we most certainly needed was uh, behind the plate. So uh, that's sort of the way those things came out. When you have local kids, and especially two like these two, because they were 
I mean, they were dominant in high school in this area. And a lot of people that whether you follow softball or you just follow prep sports in general, these are these are two names that you know locally. When you're able to get kids like that to either stay home or to come back home and play, how much of a boost is that to you when it comes to recruiting other local kids? Well, you know, you can look around. There's a lot of talent here. And, you know, we'd love to keep them, keep them all here if we could. If we could, we could build championship after championship after championship just out of local kids. Uh, unfortunately, you know, some of those, uh, like a lot of kids do, they want to go away from home. They want to have that experience, you know, away from mom and dad or whatever. And uh, so they venture out. Uh, and so that's sometimes it's hard to, you know, to get them to stay. But, you know, uh, I think for me, you know, my, I preach to, hey, Chattanooga is a great place. Uh, where, why would you want to live anywhere else? We've got great facilities, great stadium, and an awesome university as far as education goes. And so uh, we preach that to them, you know, in hopes that some of them will stay home. And we get a few. We get a few home to come. You know, we, we're our best bet in, in the state are those who are just, you know, an hour or two away, and so they still feel like they get away, and then they can, they can get back home pretty quickly. But we tell the West Coast kids there's nothing like leaving home leaving home and come back to Chattanooga, you know, a great place there. So, uh, you know, we have a pitch for either, either or, but uh, some kids are just not ready to go away and they like, they love staying. And then some kids want to get away, but a lot of times, you know, they get away and they have experience, which is not what they thought it was going to be. And they're willing to be able to try to get back closer and get closer to home. And we've been able to reach out and get quite a few athletes like that over the years. I think people locally seem to be really excited about the idea of Kaylee and, and Brooke in a, in a Chattanooga uniform. I, I want to start first with, with Kaylee Phillips. What do you feel like she brings to this team? Well, obviously a catcher, and we need that. Uh, you know, we need that. We lost Amanda Beltran uh, last year, year four last, and this was going to be our, last year was our first year uh, without her, and so we're still trying to find our fix there behind the plate. Uh, the maturity that she brings, uh, uh, you know, to our program, you know, having played in the SEC and uh, having that experience at a very high level, which will give us a, a you know, a really good shot of getting her you know, some playing time. Uh, her uh, her at work ethic is amazing. You know, she never knows the word quit. Uh, just constantly working, working out, getting stronger, trying to be the the best player she can be, and a catcher that's not afraid to go out there to the pitcher and say, hey. Your curveball is not working today. Uh, we need something more out of you. We need this or that, or you know, if we're not going to be able to throw that pitch, what are we going to do? We're going to get something better. And and uh, you know, I think with that, she earns their respect and knows that you know, if also if they're doing something well, she'll say the curve is awesome today. Let's 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 make that thing let's make that thing rock for us. And so uh, I think the respect she's going to earn, of course, she hasn't been there yet, but when she gets there, I think that's going to be be crucial and you know she sets the bar pretty high for herself in that uh, you know she wants to be the best in the classroom the best on the field and the best out in the community and so those three things are all the things that we want from all of our athletes. Kaylee's been described to me as a defensive first catcher is that your impression of her? Defensive first catcher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that would I would say that would definitely fit uh she uh you know, she's not wasn't naturally a catcher coming out of school. You know, she caught some, and she plays. She's also very good on the corner. Uh, she plays third really, really well. You know, I think the big thing, the big thing that she brings to us is is her is her bat, and uh, you know the, the time that she's willing to put in for the the offensive side of the game as well. 
Can Brooke Parrott, is, is she your number one pitcher going into the season? Well, you know, that wouldn't be fair to the rest of the pitchers to say uh, we have a number one, you know, at this point in time. Uh, you know, we have uh, – we wanted Brooke last year because we weren't sure about Allie Swinford, uh, whether she was going to be able to pitch or not because of the injury. And Allie reached out and said we might want to try to get somebody at the break. But the funny thing was, and I guess it's not funny, but the realistic thing was Allie was throwing really, really well up until the time that we got had to quit. And so uh, uh, that need that we thought we were going to have didn't, didn't you know, show itself right off the, get off the bat. But we have uh, two sophomore pitchers returning uh, and two freshman pitchers coming in. Uh, so we needed – Allie was going to be our, you know, our stable uh, upperclassman, for, for lack of a better word. And uh, she was going to be that for us. And then, of course, with her leaving, we needed that experience on the mound. And obviously, Brooke brings that to the plate with, you know, two years of, of throwing there at Chattanooga State. So, you know, will she have the most experience? Yeah, will she be our number one? Hopefully we're going to have all a bunch of number ones that can contribute. Uh, you know, we'll figure that out once we get them there and, and, and really see, see, you know, see how it all plays out. Is it hard when you have players like this come in and you know there's a bunch of talent there, but yet you can't get them on the field, you can't really get your hands on them to really see what you got yet? Does that make it tougher? It's going to, uh, you know, I told, uh, I've told everybody it's not about, you know, the, the virus or things that's really upsets me or worries me. It upsets me, but it's the fact that as far as the team goes, uh, you know, we want everybody to be safe, obviously. Obviously, that's the case. But uh, as far as the team goes, we don't know what it's going to look like, you know, in, in instituting our safety practices. We don't know what practice is going to look like, how we're going to structure things. And so I'm a big planner. I know I can sort of lay down at night and visualize having a practice and how everybody's going to show up and how everything's going to run. And when you can't do that, uh, you know, when you can't really put that down on paper at this point, you know, it's a, it's a little, uh, makes me a little nervous about it, but I know everybody's going through the same things that we're going through. Uh, I know uh, we've got the facilities to be able to train our kids during this time uh, indoor or outdoor. So that's going to be uh, an advantage for us. I think uh, we can, we can bring, you know, we could bring an offensive side in and, and hit and separate them from a defensive group or a pitching group. So we have that ability in our, in our training center. So that's going to give us, we don't have to bring everybody into one spot, you know, to do that. So that's going to give us a big advantage, I think, in the fall. How much recruiting is left for 2021 for you guys? Oh, 21, we're done. Uh, we've been done for a while. Uh, we got commitments back in September. Uh, for most of those kids, uh, we're, it's going to be a big class as well. We're going to bring in, I think, seven. So this might be the best class that uh, we've ever had brought in at UTC. Uh, we've got pitching. We've got infielders. We've got outfielders. We got, we've got it all in that class and uh, sort of trying to build around that class. Our 20s are pretty strong as well. And so we bring those 20s, add them to the 21s, and then we've really targeted – we've already targeted our 22s we know what we want in that 22 class, and we know who we want in the 22 class. Obviously, we can't we can't you know, say for sure that we're going to get those those players. But with our 21s, we're basically trying to just love on them and tell them, "Hey, everything's cool. We're gonna we're gonna be there for you. We're not changing our mind because we're not seeing you on the field right now. It's the time that you go back out and you see them play again and again and again. And you know, a lot of coaches, I'll be honest with you, they'll they'll come out and watch the state of 21 class. And then they'll get a phone call from a coach and say, well, I'm not seeing what I saw 
a year ago or two years ago and you're not progressing fast enough so we're going to move in another direction so our our message to our 21 class has been you're exactly what we want we knew it when we when we got the commitment from you there's no doubt in our minds that you know you're still there and we can't wait to get you on campus you know in due time and and actually sign you in an early signing period come November or second week. I don't know what the exact date is. So we're all locked down to them. Hopefully none of those, there's no reason, shouldn't be any reason for any of those to change their mind. We've, we, we've let them know exactly where we stand and we're not going anywhere. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Stay safe, have fun on the bicycle. Well, be on the lookout for those bicyclers. You never know, that may just be uh, Coach Frank Reed pedaling along beside of you in the bike lane. Hey, thanks to Kaylee and Brooke for giving us some time. Uh, also, uh, thanks to Coach Reed as well. Thanks to Corey Balanzi and the Chattanooga Sports Information Department for helping this thing, uh, for helping us get today set up as well. Glad to have you with us as always. A special thank you to our producer, Tate Johnson, for making this thing roll on down the tracks for one more week. We'll be back with you again next time for Mox on the Mic. Until then, stay safe. So long, everybody, and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.